Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. We are in the middle of a really special series of interviews with industry-leading experts who also happen to be speaking at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, June 8th through 12th. Become Influential is a summit I created and hand-selected each amazing speaker for to support busy parents through the process of building profitable businesses without sacrificing family time. If you haven't already gotten your free ticket to the summit, you can grab that at becomeinfluential.com. Now I'm excited to introduce you to Amanda Tento and talk about using Google My Business to increase your revenue. Hey, Amanda. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Meg. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited, too. You are one of our amazing speakers for the Become Influential Virtual Summit, which is happening June 8th through 12th, and you're presenting on Thursday, June 11th, which is our day focused on marketing, positioning yourself as an expert, getting visibility, all of that good stuff. And that falls right into your area of expertise. Specifically, you work with um, SEO and Google, and you're going to be speaking about Google My Business. So this is a topic I'm super excited about because it's one that I am admittedly ignorant to. Like, I don't know anything about this um, other than I need to be doing it. So this is a session that you'll be sure that I'll be on. um, And I'm excited to dive into this with you because I know how much you know about SEO that I know that this is an element that I'm, that I'm personally missing. And if I'm missing it, that I know that there are other people in my audience who are missing it too. So I'd love to hear a little bit about how you got down this path and you know what your what your journey has looked like yeah definitely so i was working at credit union managing uh one of the branches and i realized um that i was pregnant with our third daughter and i also realized that i did not want to have to put her in daycare and i didn't want to miss like potentially her being our last child i didn't want to miss like all of the little firsts and stuff of having to be at work while she's at home or at daycare or whatever, um, you know, the, the first everything. And I didn't want to have to sacrifice breastfeeding. And there's so many things that I just did not want to sacrifice. So um, I was like determined, <laughs> hence my business name, the determined mom to not go back to work. So that's literally where it comes from. I was just determined to find anything that I could do Um, to not go back to work. So I actually went into insurance sales, which was kind of a natural segue from the credit union because I was already licensed in auto and home. Um, So went into that and um, hated it. 
And then I realized I didn't want to do that. So then I started VA work because I have, at that point, I had about 13 years of business management experience. And now it's even more than that. But, um, you know, so just finding that niche of things that I wanted to do. After I started doing VA work, I realized I hated like admin stuff, like editing docs and um, sorting emails and all that stuff. So I found my comfort zone in marketing and technology and all of those things. And one of my first VA clients actually is a marketing company. I still work for him do, doing white label services. And he manages um, Google My Business as part of SEO packages. So he also paid for me to do lots of SEO courses. So um, I did all of those things, learned under his wing and kind of took off on my own. And I realized by experimenting with, you know, the Google My Business pages that I was managing for him, how powerful they really are. Like I was seeing thousands and thousands of views of, you know, just their business in a week, in a month, in a quarter, um, like up to 18,000 views in a month of a business. So imagine if that business didn't have a Google My Business listing, they would be missing out on like hundreds of phone calls and hundreds of website visits every month. So, and that's what brings me here um, today. Oh, that's so awesome. I love hearing all of the pivots and transitions that you made. That's mm -hmm. one of the beautiful things about being in this space, being entrepreneurial, is that if you don't like what you're doing, just change it. Yeah. Do something else. Focus on something else. And our your journey will will change with you and the right people will stick with you. And eventually you'll find your flow and where you want to be. Yeah. Now, I do have a question about Google My Business. Um, so it it's not is it just for local like brick and mortar businesses or it works as well for online businesses? It works for online businesses only if you have the ability to serve local clients as well. For example, my business, I work out of my home, but I could certainly meet someone at a coffee shop and, um, you know, serve them locally as well. Um, so you do need to have that little bit of local, um, you know, local locality, I guess you would say, <laughs> to your business. So, um, yeah, there, there's that. Can you give me an example of a business that it would not work for? Yeah, e-commerce would be one of them. So like MLM um, or network marketing, um, it would not really work for that very well because um, those orders are typically just shipped directly to the customers. There's not really a lot of hand-to-hand, -hand, you know, product, that kind of thing, um, or product-to-customer to from, you know, the representative, it's usually order online, and then it goes there, and then that's it. So it's not coming directly from you. Um, I would say like an Etsy business or like a handmade business where maybe you sometimes go to, you know, markets or something like that and sell and you also sell online that would work. Um, but you have to have that local component. Okay, well, that's good to know. And I think everybody that that example is helpful so that people can kind of evaluate whether it would be beneficial. Now, if they fall, if listeners fall into that e-commerce bracket, would attending your talk still be beneficial? And yeah. it's okay. I say it's okay if it's not because, you know. Yeah, it would be um, just simply because they're going to find that, I guess, there are different ways that customers find your products. And so that will also be addressed in, you know, in that, um, presentation and it will allow you to kind of figure out like 
am I in the right place? Um, so are customers searching on Google for my products? And if they are, then what can I do to maybe shift or pivot my business into a place where I can be on Google My Business legitimately without them removing my listing? So I think that would be a really beneficial um, part of it. Awesome. Good to know. Um, I just want to make sure that our attendees attend sessions that are going to serve them. So I just want everybody to be aware of what they're going to be able to take away from this or if it's not a good fit. So it's good to know that everybody will still be able to learn some information that will then lend into being able to make um, strategic decisions for their business. Yes, exactly. And especially if you have, you know, an e-commerce store and you have a physical location, like maybe it's a bigger, you know, bigger store, or maybe you have a warehouse or something that you, you know, do that out of that could be beneficial too. So one of the things that I have picked up about Google My Business is like, that you post stuff. So is this like a social media or is it, is it like a search tool? It is a search tool for sure. So if you were to Google anything right now, like a coffee shop, or um, if you wanted to look for an attorney in your area, you're going to Google those things. And what's going to come up is a little pack of three listings. And sometimes for someone's advertising, you know, like boosting their Google My Business listing, Um, but that's kind of silly to do. But anyway, um, so it'll come up. um, The first three results are going to be Google My Business pages. And then if you click on more results, it's going to be dozens and dozens more Google My Business listings. So um, it is a search engine. However, you do, you can combine a little bit of, I wouldn't call it social media, um, but you can combine a little bit of promotion into your thing because social media is really about being social. People can comment, they can like, all you can really do with a Google My Business listing is view it. Okay. Or click on it. So it does have actions. So you could have like a learn more button. You could have a a call button. Um, Any of those sign up, book now, all of those kind of buttons you can have and you can choose and select those for your post, but it's not necessarily social interaction. It's more like clicking and going to, you know, whatever you have designated for that action. Well, this has been very helpful for me because I feel like it's clarified exactly what Google My Business is Mm -hmm. and why my business, why your business as a viewer, it needs to be leveraging this tool because we all want to be able to rank higher on, on Google. And this may be a really, because of the placement of Google, my business would be a great way to get that visibility. If you're not quite ranking there for right. Other, I don't even know how to say it. Typical SEO, normal Google ranking. Yeah. And the thing about that is that even if you are ranking for typical SEO, like say you're an attorney and um, you, your website is ranking people, aren't probably going to click on it anymore because how Google has rearranged the search results page to only have that big Google, my business listing at the top, or, you know, those threat that pack of three displayed on the map at the top. And then you actually have to scroll down to see the organic SEO results. So in my mind, as an SEO, I am trying to add more value to my clients by shifting them into focusing on their Google My Business and not as much on the technical and all of that SEO um, as we used to do. So, And it totally makes sense even thinking about my typical Google search 
experiences. You know, the mm-hmm. other day I'm looking for a vet for my new puppy and I mm-hmm. go right to the the map and yeah. the recommendations there. And I didn't, I never made it. I clicked the more, you know, but I never made it into the actual guts of mm-hmm. Google. So yeah. that totally makes sense. Yeah. And that's and, why it's absolutely critical to be in the top three and have a decent amount of reviews and all of those things. And now this is clearly the topic of your talk. Um, is there anything else? I, I know we've talked about a lot. So is there anything else you can tell us about what we're going to actually learn from your presentation? Yes, definitely. So you'll learn how to properly claim your business without creating a duplicate listing because that's something that happens a lot. And then both of those listings will get flagged and it will go down. So, um, and right now Google has some restricted hours and things. So when something like that happens, it takes two or three times as long right now to get it back up. Um, So claiming your listing properly and then, um, you know, how to optimize it. So you'll learn all of the different areas that you need to fill out. Um, You'll learn how to set it as a service only business. So um, if you work from your home like me, then you can actually set it to not show your address on Google. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions because years ago, you only could do, you know, the address and people were like, oh, I don't want to show my address on Google, so I'm not going to do it. But um, this is going to show you how to do that. And we will also go into the different post types, um, how you can utilize them, how you can um, drive traffic to your site, how many times you should be posting what types of things you can be posting and how you can actually use it to promote like your podcast, your blog, um, all of those things. So, yeah. So hugely valuable. Yeah. And your presentation will be live on Thursday, June 11th. Tickets for the Become Influential Virtual Summit are free. You can go ahead and grab those tickets at becomeinfluential.com. And once you have your ticket, make sure that you're attending Amanda's session on Thursday. Thank you so much, Amanda, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with me today, but also for pouring so much value into your presentation and supporting materials for the summit. Yes, definitely. And thank you so much for having me. Um, I am very honored to be a part of your summit. We're all busy. I get that. Believe me. But before you do anything else, hop over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free ticket to the Become Influential Virtual Summit. It's happening June 8th through 12th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.